Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in a workshop Thursday, NBA slate, so you know who's with me. J Money is money and AC Analytics capper. I am your host, Sean Little. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app. AC is back. J Money feeling good. We got three plays on this Thursday. J Money is money. What is your best bet for the Thursday NBA slate? Give me the Heat, plus five and a half. AC, analytics capper, Albert Wynn. Golden State Warriors, New York Knicks under 223 and a half. And I'm going to go back to Jay's tilt. I'm going Nuggets, Heat over 216 and a half. I'm going to go against the grain there. All right, Jay Money is money. The Heat are back up to their old ways. The All-Star break is done. They've won three in a row coming out of the break. They're already fifth in the East. It's almost like they know how soft a lot of these teams are in the East, and they're not pressed at all to get on track until it's absolutely necessary. Jimmy Butler sending out Instagram pictures, letting everybody know it's time to go now. They're getting in fights. But if the Heat are hot, then the Nuggets are scorching hot because they've been smacking people in the three games post-All-Star break and going into the break as well. looks like they've turned a corner and are starting to gear up and get ready for the playoffs. Why are you back in the heat and the points here in Denver? Well, first off, I got the heat on right now. You see what I'm saying? I, I got the heater on right now as we're doing the show. But this is a spot I just have to take every single time. Now, this isn't their only matchup versus the Nuggets. They do face some in a few games at the house. But I'm taking the heat here. This team is red hot right now. Forget out they're red hot in current form. This is a championship revenge game. This is finals revenge here. Obviously, they lost 4-1 in the finals. This is a bounce back J spot here. I mean, I think the Heat are catching a win at just the right time here. They've lost nine of their last matchups versus the Nuggets as well so the Nuggets have basically owned them but I'm not scared I'm taking the heat plus five and a half they're red hot they've won five straight games seven of the last eight eight of the last ten games they're eight no against the spread in their last eight games this will be the fifth game in eight days for the Nuggets here Nuggets on a back-to-back as well they will be coming off a big revenge game versus the uh, Kings triple revenge fight as well so I know that they want to come in ball to show the Kings like hey y'all don't own us you see what I'm saying so that's gonna be a big game and the Nuggets are only four and seven against the spread on the back-to-back as well they're zero and two against the spread in their last couple games on the back-to-back at the house I just feel like this is a turn-up spot for the Heat I know that this 
is the last game of their fourth game road trip since the break, and it's a late night game as well. But I don't think any of that matters in this particular spot. I think the Heat are going to be turned up here to try their best to get some finals revenge. I'm taking a plus five and a half. They don't even have to win the game. They just have to keep it close. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the Heat shocked the world and won this game outright. I'm rocking with the Heat in this one. Let's go Heatles. Game is on TNT, primetime spot. Heat on the road, 17-11-2 against the number. I'm going to talk a bunch about this game as well, AC. How do you feel about this matchup? This is a finals rematch. Some think the Heat can actually push it right back to the finals. I've heard that that chatter start to start. I'm not all the way there yet on Spolstra and the boys. But AC, what do you think about this primetime matchup on TNT? Heat in Denver to take on the Nuggets. Jay's going with the plus five and a half in Miami. Yeah, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, right? When the All-Star break hits, everybody knows that's when the season really, really begins. Everything before that was nice. Everything before that was a little feeling out of each other. Let's try to stay healthy, all that kind of stuff. Now we're getting into playoff light-like atmosphere, right? It's close to postseason, and that's when Miami plays their best. That's when Coach Spo coaches his best as well. And Jay mentioned it, and he laid it out awesome. Like, this is a a revenge spot from the finals. They got embarrassed in the finals. Not only does Denver dominate this head-to-head matchup 9-1 overall in the last 10, but against the spread, they've covered eight out of those 10 games. So Denver not only beats them, but they blow them out as well. So this is a great spot for Miami to send a message, not only to Denver, but to the rest of the league. This is the second half of the season. This is NBA postseason time. So I like it. I like value plays in general. So I agree with Jay there. It's Miami or nothing for me. I'm interested to hear about your total, though, Sean. Yeah, for the injury report here on Miami, Tyler Hero is questionable. Left knee hyperextension. Kevin Love is questionable. Josh Richardson is out. So keep an eye on that. As we record this, Denver is rolling, so they're playing. So keep an eye on the injury report is what I'm getting at here. couple guys questionable in Hero and Love for Miami. So... As I mentioned, heat up through their old ways. They're starting to roll a little bit, 3-0, and coming out of the break. I just flat out think in this big of a spot, 216.5 is too low of a number. I believe this game is going to be played in the 220s. Now, I'm interested to hear what AC has to say because he has mentioned in the past, and we've talked about this, that in big spots on primetime television, he leans under in this spot. But I think 216.5 is too low. Heat 3-0 and coming out of the All-Star break, but this is their fourth straight road game coming out of the break and third game in four nights. Both teams have been playing top 10 offense and defense since the break. They both absolutely have turned it up. Nuggets since the break, second in offense, third in true shooting. Miami 10th in offense, seventh in true shooting. Nuggets 11th in pace. Now the Heat are towards the bottom of the league in pace, but I believe the Nuggets at home and being an overall better team have the leverage in this spot and they're going to get the Heat to play at a little bit higher pace than they may feel comfortable. And I also think that that creates maybe potentially some opportunities for Miami to turn it over. Uh, There's a lot of things pointing at me for this to go over. Now, the ATS totals and trends are not good. I'm going against big-time grain here. Heat on the road, 9-21 and to the under. That's 70%. That's best in the NBA. Nuggets at home, 11-16 and to the under. Nuggets are going to be on the back-to-back, as we mentioned. Heat 3 and 4, the final game of a road trip. few tired legs are going to be out there on a couple possessions. I think that means easy buckets, potentially as it gets later in the game as well. Prime time, I expect this to be extremely competitive, a measuring stick. 
the revenge element with the finals with the Nuggets and Heat last year. I think this game is played in the 220s. I think 216 and a half is too low. So I'll take the over in the spot. AC, talk to me about the total. Talk to me about my cap, how you feel about it. Like, as I mentioned, I know in bigger time spots, you lean under. What do you think here? Yeah, I have a couple comments. One is Denver's going to be playing tonight, right? They're playing one of the fastest teams in the league with the Kings. Kings are there to to really push the pace there. I know it's high elevation there, but I wouldn't worry about that because the Kings run all the time, which means Denver is going to be coming off a game where they might be having to run up and down, maybe an extra 20, 30 possessions a game. So I could see some tired legs there in the second half, which might lead up to some easy baskets for Miami. So that makes sense. The other thing is the elevation point. Everybody talks about elevation in Denver, but the caveat is you don't have to worry about fitness or fatigue or any of that when we talk about Miami, right? When we talk about heat culture and all that kind of stuff, they're always working out. They're always, you know, testing their lungs, things like that. So I'm not worried about them getting tired legs in the second half with that elevation. I think they'll be just fine. So I agree with you, Sean. I mean, I like the under in the first TNT game. So I like the over on the second one, right? One under, one over, something like that. Yeah, a little NBA on TNT, Jay Money. You know what I'm saying? Any thoughts on the total here in this matchup? Look, look, Jay Money, I think at the end of the day, the numbers supported for me, the trends do not. I think in this matchup, it's going to be extremely competitive. And I think offensively, Denver's going to have success and Miami's going to be able to keep up to try to keep it competitive, which pushes it into that 220 number-ish number. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, I can't talk you off the over here. I'd lean more towards the Heat team total over in this one. I think this team is a lot better offensively than the team that the Nuggets saw last year. I mean, they got Terry Rozier, who's starting to look like his old self now. He said, I'll do whatever. I'll play whatever position in this offense. I just want to win. I mean, imagine going from the Charlotte Hornets to the Miami Heat here. You, I know uh, Terry Rozier was very glad to be over there with the Heat, and they added LeLon Wright off the bench as well. I really feel like the Heat team made some key upgrades over the season. They're a lot better offensive team. Now, they're going to bring the defense here. I would probably wait to play the total just to make sure that the Nuggets aren't resting anybody. I talked to Matt, and he was kind of saying that these guys might start resting a few guys down the stretch. So I, that's the only thing that I would just uh, worry about here. But to be perfectly honest, I didn't really look into the total. I just need the heat to cover this fucking game. But I can't talk you off the over here. Yeah, I'm thinking like 115-110 type of ball game. Push it over. That's where I see this game falling at. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, 
New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AC, analytics capper, the father of three. He's been in the grinder. But, you know, he had to come join the boys and talk some hoops. Talk to me about this uh, Knicks-Warriors total. You're going with the under. Knicks have been struggling to cover any numbers as of late. We know they're dealing with a bunch of injuries. Yeah, so this is this is interesting for me because this is a completely different team the Warriors are from the beginning of the season. The one thing is Draymond Green is back, which means their defense organically or naturally is going to be better. Communication, switching, all of that. And the second thing is Kaminga is a completely different player from what we saw a couple months ago. And if he's on the floor, he's just so athletic at the wing position that it's so hard to go score against them. So you have two really good defenders there. Wiggins is a plus defender as well. So I think the Warriors, what we see right now towards the end of February is completely different from the team we saw in January and December. They are, to me, a defensive-minded team. And that, to me, was how they won championships. They were an elite defense. And then you look on the other side. This is like Coach Thibs' team like from two years ago, right? They have one star and a bunch of role players. And the way he played back then was slow it down, grind it out, play physical. And I think he knows that's the only way that this Knicks team without Randall and without OG can really compete with everyone else. So they got to slow it down and just make it really ugly. So I like the under in this game. And it fits with your over because when it comes to primetime games, I do tend to like that, right? One under, one over, one favorite, one dog, something like that. So I like the under here the more I talk about it. Yeah, Jalen Brunson questionable as well. He did not go in the game against New Orleans, and they flat out. If Jalen Brunson's not on the floor, you can forget about them doing anything. (laughs) So keep an eye on that. If he's questionable and doesn't end up going, dealing with the neck issue, they have a really hard time scoring. A lot of their offense is going to come from Dante DiVincenzo getting up a ton of threes, Precious Achua getting putbacks, stuff like that. So it can get really ugly if Jalen Brunson doesn't go for them on offense with all the rest of the guys they're missing. J-Money is money. Talk to me overall about the Warriors. Are you a believer? Them going to the Garden, potentially a little extra bump there. But as AC laid out, they have been playing a lot better basketball overall, offense, defense, everything, as um, the end of this season starts to shape up here. Any thoughts on this matchup and the total? I don't have any thoughts on the total. The last time the Warriors played in the Garden, they lost by 38 points. They lost 132 to 94. So I'm sure those guys are going to remember that. Now, I'm not sure who all played and didn't play. Um, and now, and looks like Steph Curry was out for that game. Draymond was in there. So I'm sure they're, uh, Draymond, Clay Thompson were in that game. So I'm sure that they're going to remember that. That's like the Mecca over there. You see what I'm saying? So they're going to remember getting smoked in the Garden there. But I do expect this line to move, obviously, with uh, Jalen Brunson. Like, if, if Jalen Brunson is in, the total's going to go up a couple points. The side is going to come down a couple points as well here. So he was out with a neck issue. I probably expect him to play. This is probably one that you might get a better number right before game time, whether you like the under and if you like the Knicks as well. But the Warriors have really started to put things together. They're 4-1 and one straight up and against the spread last five. I'd like to say I lean to the Warriors here. It's just one of those type of games I could see going either way. I don't really have a great feel for it. Yeah, four straight unders for the Warriors, four straight unders for the Knicks. The Knicks have been struggling offensively. They're leaning a lot on Jalen Brunson. His point prop on a nightly basis since Julius Randle's been going down has either been 30 and a half or 29 and a half. It's all the way up to 31 and a half here against the Warriors. So keep an eye 
on that injury report. If he doesn't go, I would very much suggest you look at the Warriors minus three and under team total, Knicks total, all that, because he is that important to uh, the Knicks offensively and just overall the team. Jay and AC, I want your thoughts on this. I was actually talking uh, to Wally Zerbiak in the green room and Alan Hahn, and I think Jalen Brunson is rocking the sh- – I should ask Jalen next time I see him. The short braids, because when he goes to the rack and he starts throwing his head back on the contact – it looks a lot crazier because the hair is moving around all over the place. It's almost like an extra incentive. It's like when you see the uh, like Shakira dancing and she got the little skirt with the things that move on it. So it looked like the you know the booty moving a little more. That's what Jalen Brunson's doing when he starts to move his head. Those braids start to spin around and he gets a couple more calls. Am I tripping? Am I reaching? Any thoughts on that, AC? My first thought is you have to ask Jalen next time you see him. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I just I I think he likes it short like that, man. And I like how he's rocking it. Yes, he might be, you know, trying to play for fouls and stuff, but Jalen Brunson is solid, guys. Like, he is so good, so underrated. So- the fact that he's in New York and I think he's still underrated from a national perspective is huge. Like I think anywhere else people wouldn't even see how good he is. So I mean, props to Jalen how how hard he works. Jalen Brunson has the best footwork in the NBA. He's so, the best player off two feet in the NBA, period, point blank. I have a lot to say. If these players are so good, why do they have to try and bait fouls? I don't understand it. It's something that really bothers me in the NBA. I'm a basketball player. Obviously, when you're playing at the rec center or playing on street ball and there's no refs out there, there's no fouls. Like, I'm a fan of real basketball here, man. And I like the fact that the league is going to start to possibly look towards making it at least a little bit more of a defensive game. I just really hate the fact that you can jump into a defensive player. They, They literally can just stand there with their hands up. You jump into their body, throw your body back, and flop, and then they call a foul and defensive player i really don't understand it and i really don't respect some of these players that are good players that have to bait the foul so i didn't want to get on this rant sean but you asked we know that Jalen brunson is a great player so why do you have to bait the fouls and try to get to the free throw line so that's something i, I feel well, very no. strongly about i feel very strong before, yeah, sean, before you go he stops a lot of times just to get the foul call when you you're a bucket and you can't be stopped one-on-one i feel like when you're like and I say the same thing about any players. It's not just Jalen Brunson. Anybody in the NBA, if you're that good as a one-on-one player, you don't need to bait fouls. Jimmy Butler does the same thing. Steph Curry tries to kick his leg out for threes, all these type of things. These are great players. They can score the ball regardless. You do not need to be out there baiting foul calls to the refs. I cannot stand it. It really makes my So, Jay, off. do you blame more the players or how they're officiated? Well, it's both of them. I mean, they're smart. Now, I'll say it. They're smart because they realize that they can bait the refs into making that foul call. And they kind of just realize it like, oh, okay, the refs are going to call this. So let me do it. Let me get the foul. I mean, Joel Embiid is one of the best at it. He scores most of his points from the free throw line, guys. But (laughs) it's just something me as a true basketball player, as an old head basketball player, it's something that I really feel strongly against. And I do think that they need to make a change into it. You can't be throwing your body into the defensive player and then flopping and then they get mad when they don't get the foul call. Just I'll leave it there, my guys. I feel really strong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? J Money, you call it baiting. Some people may call it drawing a foul. You know what I'm saying? Some people may call it smart basketball. I'll say this, man. I'm around Jalen Brunson all the time because I'm at the garden all the time. He's listed at 6'2. Man's is six feet tall, dog. Six in, in, in a nibble with, with the Nikes on, with the Kobe's on. 
So he got to do anything he has to do to get to the line and do what he does. But yeah, you call it baiting. Jalen Brunson would call it drawing. He'd call it smart basketball. But yes, I mean, this is, this is a thing going on across the league. Now, everything is geared for offense to have the advantage. Like the carrying rule doesn't exist anymore. That's not even a thing. Guys carry every single time they dribble to rock. Then you can start talking about moving screens. It's a lot of different stuff in favor of the offense. And I think that's why you see the explosion of offensive numbers. And I'll close it on this. The books are trying to adjust to all this offense, and they maybe have gotten out of touch a little bit. Evan Abrams, our guy at Action Network, since January 1st, unders are 227, 161, and 3. That's 59%. Since the All-Star break, 38, 12, and 1 to the under. That is 76%. To recap, J Money is Money is on the Miami Heat plus 5.5. AC, the analytics capper, is on the Warriors, Knicks, under 223 and a half. I am on the Nuggets heat over 216 and a half. If you're not watching the video, Jay Money is so furious. He's fired up. This is why you got to go to YouTube and, and make sure you subscribe and watch the show via the video because Jay Money is hot right now talking about flopping in the NBA. For Jay Money is Money. For AC, the analytics capper. I am your host, Sean Little. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Don't forget it. Go download the Action Network app. Good luck. Let's cash some tickets. And we'll see y'all tomorrow on the Buckets Podcast. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.